Hello, TuneIn listeners. I am Keila Parkinson, your host. And as every week, we are talking about mindfulness. We are tuning into the radio for our mind, body, and soul, which is our show's subtitle. And today, we are going to have a very fun guest who is a first-time radio guest. And so I'm calling her out on that because how brave is this woman to do this with us? Please welcome to the show our guest today, Patricia Darden, all the way from Georgia. Georgia. Hi there. <laughs> Hi, Kayla. Thank you for helping me break down some of those barriers yeah. and limitations that oh. I have. Good for you. This is so exciting that you're doing this. I love it. I love that you are willing and um, able to do this. And, and as you said, just before we hit record here, uh, at the drop of a hat, because we didn't have this, <laughs> this scheduled. And, um, and she was willing um, with my brainstorm to say yes. So that is super exciting. Um, Patricia is a retired HR professional and um, executive and uh, business owner. And uh, currently is in her, what, what do we call this kind of a recycled, um, renewed ca- caterpillar to butterfly stage of life. Um, she, her retirement career is what we're trying to say in a pretty way. Is, um, is uh, She's working as a guided hypnosis practitioner um, in some really esoteric communities around the world, which is so, 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 so cool. So I really want to, of course, hear all about that and all of the many ways that through your lifetime, you have used the tools of mindfulness in so many different forms and fashions. Where would you like to begin this conversation? <laughs> wow, that's huge. Right? You know, I've been on the spiritual paths since I was in my 30s. Mm-hmm. And I'm now 76, so I have a lot of years. 76? <laughs> oh, my Amazing. But it's okay. I'm going to live to be 200. I mean, she looks I, like I she's 50. So yeah. <laughs> got to live. I, there are so many things that are happening that I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. And I can see that the world is changing. And we all have so much to offer. When Once we unpack all and let go of all of that baggage we carry we have so much to offer so i'm just thinking it's going to take me at least 125 more years all right to be, <laughs> be able to enjoy and appreciate all the beauty that i think is 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 before us mm. so i'm not looking to leave this planet anytime soon i love it That's and my nice. mother lived to be 103. wow so this is a realistic goal for you. Yeah. So many people say that they want to try and just, you know, live longer than their parents. And so many people do achieve that. And so that sounds like a very realistic goal for you. That's very cool. 125 or plus 200, you said, right? Yeah. There you go. 200. You go. <laughs> so she's she's in her adolescence now if she's living to be 200. <laughs> And, and I'm certified in uh, quantum in, in QHHT, which is quantum healing hypnosis therapy, at level one and two. And I also am certified in uh, Beyond Quantum Healing, which I kind of think of as level three. Mm. Uh, it's much, it's, it's very a very free, very um, fluid um, hypnosis. Nothing, nothing clinical about it. Mm. Very um, free flowing. Um, magic magic happens mm. um, and also I practice um, Dr. Bradley Nelson's technique called the emotion code 
which is about releasing trapped emotions that we all have. And I don't think we come into this life without creating some um, emotional, um, that, lack of a better term, I'll use it again, baggage, because we, we're very, we were very emotional people and uh, we don't know how to let go of it. And it's, it's pretty, it's pretty powerful when we can find those trapped emotions and release them and clear that. And as well as heart walls, because we put up heart walls and we get hurt and mm-hmm. say, I'm never going to feel that again. I don't ever want to put myself mm-hmm. out there to get hurt like that again. Heart um, walls, yeah. And and then you build a wall and then it gets thicker and thicker and thicker. So working on tearing all that down is pretty cool and neat and, and absolutely freeing. So that, and um, I'm presently working with... Um, a beta um, group with a beta group to help create, write, and get a technique called the Divine Reveal going, which I am very excited about because of the experience that I personally had with that type of hypnosis where you actually go into the arms of the Creator. Ooh. And that's exciting and it was life-changing it's it's really um a near-death experience without the death Ooh, so that's fascinating yeah just it is in progress so um that it's going to be i think it's going to be a lot of fun for everybody Okay, so you have mentioned four very esoteric, very, very fascinating sounding types of hypnosis. People are, I mean, there are so many people who are, especially in your area and my area, right? We're both in like more conservative areas to a degree. We're both in non-urban settings. Uh, And so um, you're in the South, I'm in the Midwest. And of course, the show broadcasts um, nationally and internationally. And um, so wherever you're listening from, you may identify with this, right? That wherever you are, you may have kind of a little more more of a conservative as in not quite progressive enclave, not quite into like, what is this thing we haven't heard of before, right? So you mentioned four that um, I know very little about personally. I think I've heard the names of all of them, <laughs> right? <laughs> One of them I'm, I'm also learning along with you, but um, but they're all so, so different. And I just, so I was getting ready to say that general hypnosis itself is something that many people today still balk at, right? And so um, even though it's been around for a long, long time and, and and it just exists naturally as a state, you know, that people kind of flow in and out of just sort of in our brainwave patterns, we have had some guests on the show um, who have talked to us a little bit about the differences between, say, hypnosis and dreaming or hypnosis and meditation, right? Um, and so these things are really interesting. But now you said these the, the hypnosis practices that you practice yourself these are not clinical they are not traditional tell us pick one <laughs> pick whatever and maybe they all have like a running theme but you said magic happens so um tell us what kind of magic i mean the near-death experience concept right there <laughs> near-death experience without the death that's a pretty great headline <laughs> and that's true and what, yeah. to what the what the divine reveal is going to be about mm. and <clears throat> Um, but, you know, I think I came into this life 
I'm, I'm not, I'm really not cut out to be an astrologer and not cut out to be a psychic, although I dabble in that and I do, I do receive information, mm. but I couldn't, that, that's really not me, but I definitely am not of the material world. You know, working with human resources was all about learning about people. What, being a person with resources or people, not just the material part like benefits and time off and, and, and vacation and, and 401ks and blah, blah, but also how to help people grow in, in a career, mm. helping them with, with training. And I would go and you know, I lived most of my life in Atlanta. Um, and of course, it's a big, big city. And I be I met a person at a, at a, church, a church where I was going at the time, and he owned a self-help video program for businesses. And I went there, and he told me I could just camp out and watch anything I wanted to for as long as I wanted to. And I ran into such a wealth of information huh. and this was this was at the time where the big reels you know with the big reels that you put up on the on this <laughs> oh wow so it wasn't yeah. video it was film, it was film. <laughs> yeah that's like video. a good couple decades at least ago <laughs> well i'm not young right? yeah no and you are we've said I'm... that already you're young remember <laughs> so i tr- i sat there and i totally and completely absorbed hour after hour after hour, day after day, week after week, month after month, uh, uh, um, just the best thinking, training, um, behavioral, it was, it was so rich for me. I literally got a degree in it. I mean, I own So it was, uh, it was my bedrock. And I brought all of that with me into my business. I also learned, I went, I went to school and learned the DISC profile. I don't know if you know what oh, that yeah. is. But, DISC. And, mm-hmm. and so, that yeah. was all about behavior. Right. So it was really fun for me to get involved in different companies, mainly banks. Mm-hmm. I had a banking background. Um, and teach people how to get along. And because usually it's because they have a different personality style and they don't yeah. understand that. They just want to make everything. I, brought, I used to say, you know, the funny thing about falling in love and getting married is if you love this person so much because they're, they're so fresh and they're mm. so brand new and they're not like you and you get married and the first thing you do is try to make them like you. And I don't understand you at all and we're... <laughs> True. You've got to be more like me. <laughs> and so relationships and marriages fall apart because of that. But so do business relationships. Mm-hmm. And so I really had a good time with with all of that and helping people grow. But in the, in the midst of all of that, I was very involved in the unseen. Mm. All of that is the scene, right? All of that right. is everything that you can see. But... There's another part of life that you don't see, 
And I have learned that that's where the best relationships are. Oh, how about it? Okay, you yeah. mentioned the DISC profile, which is a yeah. personality test people may or may right. not be familiar with. And I think that's yeah. the one that uh, Tony Robbins was really supportive of for some time, right? And had the... No, I don't know that. Okay. I, don't rem- I don't remember that okay. he was, but... Uh, what is surprising? Yeah, well, and and it has been. It's one of the far more popular one. People are a lot of people are familiar with maybe with Myers Briggs, which is the one that takes forever. And DISC is sort of like a, like a just a more simplified version yeah. of some of that. Mm-hmm. It's a very quick. Yeah. Um, very easy to learn and train and, and comprehend. Yeah, but like you're right. That's mind. it's all about like, I mean, it, DISC actually talks about like motivations, right? Like, what's our you know what's why are we motivated to do. To make deadlines, right? Why are we Why are we um, resistant to deadlines? For example, these are things that are important in, in the office life, right? And you're right; that is the scene. And there's a little bit of unseen that feeds into that. But but tell us more about the unseen that you also observed and experienced and connected with people in that you know career lifetime and others. On and in, in 2011, I retired. Mm-hmm. And I walked into, I walked into, and I had gotten very into spirituality again, very into Louise Hayes and and, Mm. and conversations with God and Marianne Williamson. Okay. Okay. Just picked up things that I had already done. Okay. I had had also studied long ago on The Course of Miracles. Okay. And um, so I walked in. This was a this was an evening where our little town that I live in we have a lot of artists here, and they have an arts guild. And every year they had a spring event, and it was it was everything, but paintings. I mean, all kinds of art. And this particular evening, I walked into the event, and I saw a lady that I re- a friend. Um, that I knew, but she wasn't a close friend. And I was, her name was Mary, her name is Mary Reynolds. And I said, Mary, she's a really wonderful artist. Um, I said, Mary, how are you? She said, Pat Darden, what have you been doing? <laughs> and I said, Well, I've been gotten back into my spirituality. And she said, What do you know about past life regression? Okay. And I said, Well, Mary, I've been there and done that. And uh-huh. she said, we have to talk. <laughs> well, the next week we met and we got started. And I need to tell you, we dove into everything and anything <laughs> that we that we got drawn to. And my entire life just blossomed in retirement. And I was just, I had yeah. just retired in like October. And this was springtime, right? Okay. So it was perfect timing. And we got, um, we just got involved into a lot. So she and I both did uh, QHHT and together and um, and also the uh, emotion code. Um, she, she, she's, a, she's older than I am and she is unbelievable. I mean, to this day, she's moved to um, uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, Tulsa. Okay. And she, she and I still stay in touch. And we, she does. She is great with energy releasing. Oh. 
So anytime that I get stuck with any with any um, spirit releasing, I call Mary, and she's already she thought she's done it. So it's been a fun ride. Oh, that's so cool, <laughs> listeners! You are listening to Tune In Radio for your mind, body, and soul on WVLP one hundred three point one FM. Also streaming live around the world at WVLP.org. Today's show is underwritten in part by Unity of Northwest Indiana, currently developing the premier center for spiritual growth and education in NWI with meditation walks, a retreat house events, and more. Learn more and support the growing movement, including a new mom's ministry at unitynwi.org. I am your host, Keela Parkinson, and you are listening to our wonderful show on mindfulness. And maybe you found us at our podcast, or if you're hearing us um, on the radio, you can find us at your listening convenience at anchor.fm slash tune in mindful radio or wherever you get your podcast, any platform, it's there for you. We also have a Facebook page, and so join us, become a fan, interact with our guests, and learn more about events they may be hosting at facebook.com slash tune in mindful radio. Today, we are talking about all things mindfulness. We're sort of mining for our theme here, mining mindfulness, we said might be our theme, with Patricia Darden, who herself is a practitioner of a lot of different esoteric forms of uh, hypnosis. And you were just getting ready to give us some highlights of some of these really fascinating things and how this became your very fascinating retirement career after a career as an HR professional in the banking industry, which I think a lot of people would think like, what? (laughs) That's kind of head spinning. But surprise, you're actually not our first person in the banking industry to be on the show. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Yes. Uh, Andrew Kieras, who uh, is from Northwest Indiana, where our show is uh, broadcast from, he uh, is currently a banker and um, is also a town representative in uh, my hometown of Crown Point, Indiana, and uh, my current hometown, and uh, practices mindfulness on a regular basis with, uh, you know, just being present, being fully present in everything he does. It shows in his relationships at the bank, and I'm sure you could feel the difference there, Pat. (laughs) I think you guys would have, yeah, I'm sure that you guys would have great conversations. So, so now what I would like to hear a little bit more about, uh, you have mentioned a lot of these things go by initials and people who are you know really used to them or are used to hearing these things. But um, I want to hear before you jump into others about the emotion code, because you talked about how emotions get stuck in our body and how we can move them. And so is this also a form of hypnosis or does is this a different type of practice? This is totally different. Mm. Um, this is, you, you, you actually use magnets. Oh, interesting. And, and magnets are interesting. I, I think we're just beginning to realize just how important magnetism is mm. in our lives. Um, but it's it's interesting, too, that you don't even really need a magnet. You can use your hand mm. and just run it down the back of your, over the top of your head and down your neck and as far down as you can reach for your back. And with mindfulness, I'll release any trapped emotion that is actually keeping you from moving forward. And the way that you find out what that trapped emotion is, is by um, either with with the uh, muscle testing mm. or with a pendulum. And it's something that you can do remotely. I mean, I don't, we don't have to be in the same room. We can be right. on the phone. And not even see each other. Um, 
and it still works. I can even do it for somebody without them, if they just said, give me, you know, I give you permission, Mm -hmm. um, I can do it remotely and still release it. I do find, though, that getting input makes the, um, the release more emotional. And emotions, of course, it's, it, it is called emotion code. Mm-hmm. And the more that that person can be available and participate and say, yes, I know when that happened to me. And sometimes mm-hmm. we'll come up with the exact age, you know, mm-hmm. or pretty exact, um, that it happened. And when did you, you know, when, when did you experience this particular emotion or what happened? And they'll go, oh, I know what that is. <laughs> Um, so, and at that point, you can, you can release that emotion and it's gone. You you actually get that feeling of, um, lightness after that heaviness that we carry around. Um, and then again, you know, it might be that you'll get another layer down the road, but it's, it certainly is very benign. You know, it's certainly right. like hypnosis. It can't hurt you. <laughs> well, really you know, does. that's a good point because I think there are, okay, so because we all have a critical mind, we should have a critical mind, right? That that right. doubts and asks questions and checks in to make sure if we're safe, right? Like that's that's an important thing to have. My oh, critical right. mind hears magnets and goes, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's <laughs> full disclosure. Like that's, but I will say for sure you know, there is a field of healing. There is a field of whatever. There's a field of whatever. We know that, you know, there are these connecting fields and we know that we can sort of, I, you know, I've experienced it with you even today, earlier today, right? Um, This wonderful thing where we can connect to um, a concept, a thought, um, I don't know, even a nationality, like just pick your thing and we can connect to it. People can connect to it and it, forms an idea that grows it forms um you know it forms an ethereal body as well and that's the part that i kind of i'm trying and elegantly to say that we can tap into it um and i know that magnetism is a piece of that right there are forces um chaos is forces that collide and attract and go back and forth and break apart and that's life that's the big bang right there right so that's everything so we know that gravity and magnetism they're connected but different and all part of that amazing force and especially here on planet earth and so um you know there's something there you're right that we're that we're still learning about and i'm waiting for all that science but <laughs> but i well, do believe in that field <laughs> yes and- and Kayla, hold on yeah. to your seat because okay. um, I understand that we will eventually, if not in the too far distant future, mm. um, we will probably have free energy and it will come from magnets. Mm. And the reason why, let me think about this, magnets never lose their power, right? right. They're always the same magnets. charge. That's right. <laughs> and I understand that that's going to play a big part in our future. So that's really um, interesting. Okay, so now you. Um, oh gosh, I just lost my question. I was going to ask you. Um, 
yes, when you and I were talking pre-show, you were talking about how, right, like you've dabbled in this here and there, you know, you got back into like things you, you know, like you just mentioned, A Course in Miracles, things you've read in the past, but you're looking at them differently over this last decade. And then you said that right now, everything feels new because the world is so different. I think that listeners really tune into that because so many people at so many levels are feeling that in so many ways. So tell us more about that, Pat. I think this all started um, in 2012. Mm, 2012. The big one. Okay. Uh, that's when the energy um, changed on this, began to change on the planet. And we're still very young mm-hmm. in this energy. It's, it's very new um, still. We don't know. We I, we don't know why it all feels new and different and more possible. And um, people seem to be going through confusion, mm-hmm. and some people are going through hopelessness, and other people are going on absolutely on this this exciting. Um, belief that and feeling that oh my gosh things are going to be so wonderful and so all of that says to me that this is a balancing time yeah that we've all lived through points in our lives that were depressing and hurtful and we lived on really good, exciting times. And right now, I think that we're at the point of such newness, newness in um, in every way, and the way we see things, experience things, um, even in looking at our past in a new way. Mm. And realizing that maybe we made up some of that and it wasn't all true. And it wasn't all bad, right? And it was <laughs> and, and actually if it hadn't been that way, we wouldn't be where we are today. Yeah. And we wouldn't be we wouldn't have the tools that we have to work with. Yeah. So it's, I think we're, we're at this point of all possibilities and trusting it. And the, but the big one, I think, is realizing that there is um, a creator. There is that power, that energy out there that is supporting, that's benevolent, that always has our back. Mm-hmm. And we have the opportunity now more than ever, I think, um, to begin developing a relationship with that energy and becoming freer, Hmm. knowing that we're not alone and we've never been alone um, and that we can call on that that energy for support. I think we just mined the gold there, Pat. 
I think we just found something amazing, amazing, amazing uh, subject matter right there because, you know, we've been talking about these uh, concepts that are a little esoteric and um, one thing that I think a lot of people can relate to, understand, identify with, even if it's just to argue with it, is that concept, right, of that that one source, that connection, that benevolent higher power concept that is always present. And so I would like to hear after this break more about how you apply that in your life and what you're seeing other people do. Listeners, you are listening to Tune In Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul on WVLP 103.1 FM, streaming live around the world from Valparaiso, Indiana at WVLP.org. If you are interested, you can reach our station at U.S. area code 219-476-9000. Today's show, excuse me, is underwritten in part by Kiki Productions, Inc. Communications Coaching, teaching exercises to help you cycle out of fight or flight in the moment. With a mission to create individual harmony to add peace to the world, Kiki Productions, Inc.'s philosophy is when you are confident, focused, and authentic with your message, you are a magnet to those you wish to attract. Share the love at CoachKiki.com. I'm laughing because it's got magnet in it. <laughs> that's great. I'm the one who said it's a skeptic, but that's actually my coaching philosophy right there. <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> Pretty funny. Okay, great. I love it. Uh, so we are talking today on TuneIn to Patricia Darden, who um, is a hypnosis practitioner based in Georgia and um, has been, uh, I think, mostly, you know, seeing people in Atlanta, but uh, you've mentioned you're starting to move closer and closer to home as this is becoming much more widely accepted. And so let's get back to that question we were just bringing up before the break there about um that higher power, that loving, benevolent consciousness and how we can be in relationship with it. And again, this is not religious, but it can be. Um, On the show, we talk about all things mindfulness. And so we do delve into spirituality per se and sometimes into guests' religious preferences or belief systems. But as a listener, we invite you to be wherever you are and and just be there and and be aware of it. Um, We also like to talk about a quote where uh, mindfulness is defined as being aware of everything and certain of nothing. And that was from Laura Fortgang. And we love that quote. It's so true. So uh, Pat, tell us about how that relationship for you has evolved, changed, whatever, through the years. Well, I have to say that... It's it, the best part of it is that it's it's available to everybody. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody. It, they, nobody's left out. Um, and the next best thing is you don't have to worry whether or not you're going to understand it because it speaks your language. And that is something I learned in church. Um, a minister. I, I went to a Bible study and. Um, he, I said to him, I asked the minister was leading it, and I, I said, Peter, why is it that this Old Testament is all about mm. how, how um, judgmental God was? And he said, well, Pat, you have to remember, God speaks to you in the language you understand. And that's where these people were. They mm-hmm. couldn't read. 
he said they only understood um, being punished or being rewarded. And I thought, oh my gosh, what a beautiful piece of information to apply to my life. And at that point, I realized I didn't have to worry about anybody anymore because God was talking to them just like God was talking to me. Nice. And and I also realized that <laughs> under when I had a hypnosis session at one point, uh, one of the questions that I had was, I want to know why my guides don't my guides don't speak to me um, so that I can can hear them. Mm. And the answer they gave under, to me under hypnosis, and I said this, these are, this is what they said to me through mm. my voice. We shout at her. <laughs> We're shouting at her all the time. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, after that, after that session, I realized it was me that was blocking it. Yeah. it. It wasn't that I was not, that I was being left out, that I ha- actually had to be noticing mm-hmm. mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I realized that I needed to pay more attention to what was going on in my life and being open, more open to interpretation of it. Um, so I actually was able to lot, to dodge a lot of hard blows with, with two by fours because the universe was trying to get my attention. You know, of course they tap you on the shoulder, they whisper in the ear, they hit you in the head with a two by four, right? What, what do you want here? So I actually got pretty good at being able to figure out what was trying to to show itself to me, uh, but I had to get a lot. Had to get past a lot of judgment, self judgment, mm. judgment of others, um, because that does stand in the way. Be- because if you're mindful and you're noticing these things, you can actually say, "Well, okay, so I'm looking out there, but what part of me am I mm. seeing through this situation?" What part of this is me and what part of this that I am looking at is really the other person. Right. And I started seeing me everywhere. Yes. It was amazing. I was all over the place. And it wasn't all pretty. Okay. Right. <laughs> so um, what, a, what a wonderful thing to hear, you know, that God was speaking to me. My God was speaking to me. I actually wasn't alone. Um, never, never have been, never could be. Mm. I did it all. I created it all. Yeah. And then I learned that if I was not creating the life that I wanted, what was the belief that I held that was keeping it from me? Mm-hmm. What must I believe? to have created this in my life. And once I could follow that thread through my life to see what what it was that was trying to speak to me, to tell me to let go of, to change my mind about, boy, I, I tell you, I, had, I really 
got lighter and lighter. And that's the relationship building process with, with the unseen, call it God, call it higher self, call it Holy Spirit. It doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter at all. It, what matters is that you're building the relationship. Of yes. Trust. Yes. Right. Of trust. That's a good one. That's a great ad. So on that note, then for people who are in that place where they're like, hey, I don't hear, you know, that creator talking to me. I don't hear that. Right. Whether they want to choose to say God or whatever. I don't hear that. Or I don't think I want to hear that because I've heard that it is all judgment and punishing. Right. And so this thing you're talking about might sound better, but how will I hear it? Um, what are some things that people can do in your experience, in your wisdom? What are some things people can do to sort of prime that pump and open up that listening ear? Well, first of all, I think you have to ask. Mm. Uh, so start the conversation. You <laughs> okay. You've got to be, you've got mm-hmm. to be open. Um, and when you say, when you ask for it, ask to be shown, and you actually declare that your intent is to know um, whatever it is that you need to know in, in this moment and the next, and that you're open, you will get it in any language you you understand. Whether it's walking into a room at the office and suddenly somebody says something to you and you go, oh my gosh, mm. they don't even know what they just said to me, but man, that just that hit a nerve with yeah. me. That's something I need to really pay attention to. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it can. It's always speaking, but you have to be watching for it, and you yeah. have to be. Your intent has to be to see it, to hear it, to know it, and honestly, you can't stop it. You can be walking down the street, and somebody will ride their bicycle beside you, and a music will be. Yeah, and you'll hear a lyric, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it's 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 literally everywhere. Yeah, when you're looking for it, when you're looking for it, and so then there, of course, will be the skeptics who go, you know, well, if you're looking for it. Is that really, I mean, aren't you just trying to read into everything, right? So how do you discern that subtle difference between this is not me imagining things and reading into what I want to hear, or do you? Do you think that, I mean, do you think that there is a difference? I am am open to being aware of whatever it is, of whatever I hear, Mm -hmm. and I usually, it, it usually is very, I mean, sometimes it can even be the wrong words, you know, like it can be a song, but it's not even, it's not even the right words of it, but it's the words I need to hear. Mm. Um, and sometimes, it, you know, I'm noticing things and it doesn't apply at all, but I still think about it, you know, yeah. going, well, now is that something I didn't know? Um, and I can, I, I readily let it go because I hear it again. I mean, it's not like it's a right or wrong thing. You don't get it the first time. It's okay. Um, I remember in conversations with God books by Neil Donald Walsh, which are very old now. But this guy was at the end of his road. I mean, his he was a radio announcer and he lost his job. He was about to lose his home. He lost his family. 
And he was so mad at God, and he finally sat down on the, and said, I am, I am so mad at you, and if you're so powerful, I want to know right now, I want mm. you to talk to me right now, I'm not telling you the exact, exact story. <laughs> but God said, okay, here I am, but again. Yep. And he started writing. Yep. He wrote book after book after book. I actually, I actually went to see him that last nice. Thursday. It was, it was, he's fun. Um, but the man, I mean, he had his house burned down, okay? Mm. He was not an easy one. He, he, he was really hurting God, but God didn't give up. You know, <laughs> God just kept laughing at him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's whatever it takes, it really is okay. It's, uh, if you don't get it this time, you'll get it the next or the next, right? I mean, you'll be that. So, I think growth is one of those basic human needs that we all have. Mm. And if we're not growing in some way, um, then that's a huge chunk out of our lives. And then the next one from growth is connection, is mm. to have that a connection with someone or something um, that we can feel safe with, mm -hmm. whether it's a friend or um, it's an opportunity to share in a group or or even meditation you know it, it's just to have that that energy that connecting energy so one of the one of the things that I on that path of mindfulness <laughs> uh, when I was young I used to think of God as this in with this face in the sky. And mm -hmm. there were times when I was by myself in the yard and I actually was afraid to look up in the sky because I would see God looking down at me. Oh. And that's where I started. Okay. And that was really, really young. I was, yeah. I was younger than ten at that time. And I grew from that to someone telling me that God wasn't a man in the sky. <laughs> oh, really? No, God, God is inside you. Well, man, let me tell you that blew me away. And I'm thinking, mm, no, God's a spirit. No, <laughs> yeah. God's, you know, there are all these interpretations of God. Mm -hmm. and who God is and it's I think it's exactly what we need to think mm -hmm. it is at the time mm -hmm. but you will grow um, and to come around to realizing that God is an energy and it's in everything including you and you can't escape it <laughs> yeah. um, and noticing it is probably a good thing since it's very, very, very benevolent and always is loving you and wants to teach you what love is. Um, it's a good thing to kind of maybe think about developing a relationship. What a beautiful concept for this relationship, for this entity, this this God concept, right? That 
that it is love, that it is connection, that it's energy that's inside of you. Um, you know, and certainly people have a right to think differently about that. I like how you're saying, you know, your experience has been that you have, have grown in this, that it's something that has further empowered you, has made you more loving and forgiving. You didn't say those words, but I know you and I <laughs> and I know that's true of you, right? Very and true. yeah, <laughs> I think that's, it's inspiring to me, Pat. It really is. Well, thank you, Kira. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You know, I used to think that God was in my heart, and and I had this vision of a big circle mm. and a dot in the middle, and that circle was me, and that dot was my heart. Mm. And then the more I opened up my heart, the be the better, right? Because that's how I got more and more light in, and that was how I I became much more aware of the Creator. And then I did the Course of Love. Hmm, the Course of Love. I'm not familiar with that one. That's the follow up to the Course okay, of Love. Okay, nice. And the Course of Love taught me, and this is this is from Jesus, uh, channeled through through a lady you can look it up okay um but um here's the here's, here's the metaphor and it's the very same one it's amazing you got the round circle mm. but the fact of the matter is the dot in the middle is your body oh. the rest of the circle is you and it's huge it's wide and it's tall nice. and your body is only a small part of you yeah but it's the part that you are experiencing in this hologram yeah and so you have a choice where you want to put your attention whether you want it to be outside in the big circle of you or you want to contain it in this little body and think this is all there is of you right and the difference that our energy feels, oh my goodness, okay. Listeners, you are listening to our wonderful conversation with Patricia Darden on TuneIn, Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul on WVLP 103.1 FM, streaming live around the world from Valparaiso, Indiana at WVLP.org. Our show is also available in podcast form at anchor.fm slash tune in mindful radio. So listen there, con contact us and communicate with us there, share it with your friends. And of course, you can find it on any podcast platform that you prefer for your listening convenience. Our show is underwritten in part by Unity of Northwest Indiana, currently developing the premier center for spiritual growth and education in NWI with meditation walks, retreat house events, a labyrinth, and even more. Learn about it and support the growing movement at unitynwi.org. And we are talking about this awesome, awesome concept of uh, God source energy, whatever your relationship or name for higher power is with Patricia Darden. And uh, she just described this beautiful dot in the center of your body and then the big circle and how we can put our consciousness in either place. And when you were saying that, Pat, I had this whole flashback to being a kiddo, like looking in my mom's vanity mirror at the three-way mirror, right? Like how you could like fold it around oh, yeah. yourself. And then you could see like, I could see like infinite kilos. And I had this perspective of myself that I wasn't used to having, right? Like, oh my gosh, that's what I look like to other people. That's what this body does, right? Wow. I remember like looking up, I had a little scar on my inner uh, thigh and I remember being like, 
oh, that looks this way now. That shape is growing. That is, you know, and it was always so curious and interesting to me. It was like a little marker that I curiously looked at to see how this body thing was growing, right? It was so fascinating. I have a five-year-old kid who right now loves to play in my vanity mirror. He is just so, this kiddo, I'm telling you, he struggles with the concept of yesterday, today, and tomorrow because time is not linear for him. He's very much like now is now, that was now, then it will be now. Like it's very much like that. He'll argue with me and tell me. He was like three and one day he just randomly started laughing at me for something and he said, mommy, time isn't real. And I was like, yes, little easy writer, I know. It's like, I get it. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely wisdom coming through that mouth. Right? It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. And I think that, you know, people, we all have these perspectives, right? I, he would say these little existential things too. Like all of a sudden we were eating lunch one day when, again, when he was around, you know, two going on three, he would say all these little existential things. And he was like, mommy, I was, I was like wiping some food off his face. And he was like, why can you see my face? And I can't. And then he was like, the next day, mommy, why can you see my back? And I can't, right? And I was like, well, that's so we need each other, kiddo. I need to tell you if you have food on your face or if there's somebody behind you, you know? I was like, that's just how it works down here. <laughs> and he, when I was, I say things like down here to him and he's like, okay, I get it. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, where you just came from, you knew more. Yeah. But when you get down to, on this planet Earth, Things have changed a bit, and you need to learn about those things, too. It's true. Cause, yeah, because I can remember when we went on vacation, my family went on vacation, and we all got in the car, and I'm thinking, why are we getting getting in a car? Mm. Why don't we just go? Yeah. I could remember going through a wall. I could yeah. remember thinking myself to where I was going, wanted to be, yeah. and I would be there. Yeah. And, and I didn't like having to spend all these hours to get to the beach, right? Yeah, it's such drudgery. <laughs> but I realized I'd forgotten how. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Jonathan Livingston Seagull, if anybody's... Yeah. I, I used to, a long time ago, I used to, not a long time ago, but last year, I guess, the, the first season of the show, um, I did uh, a book. We featured a book every time. And we haven't done that as much the last few episodes, but... Um, yeah, if you were if you're looking for one, I mean, she's mentioning, of course, in miracles and of course in love and some other really great things too. But um, if you really just want like the highlights, then just check out Jonathan <laughs> Livingston Seagull if you haven't already. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. A great book. Sweet okay. Book. Yeah, very Absolutely. sweet. Okay, so Pat, what were you? You're, you're, this is so fascinating. What we go ahead and finish your thought about? So, yeah. uh, you know, time traveling, time and space. I, I have, I get. But I don't get history. I don't do mm. linear like that. I yeah. can't. I don't. I don't and to me, it's just a story. Mm. I don't. I don't get history. I mean, so I, I really love your son. <laughs> Yeah, right. He's a lot of people do. I know he's so cute. We went to um, a horse meditation with another uh, repeating guest on the show, Stacy Garcelon, who has a really great um, herd meditation and horse uh, therapy program in Laporte, Indiana. And uh, uh, I took my little guy with me, and the horses—it was so sweet—they lined up to greet him. They just Uh, lined up, uh, and they each took a turn, and he just was just his little self. And I think he was about 
three going on four, we did that. And it was just precious as they can did, be. Yeah. They, they sure did. That, he just, so. he just, he's still so here. Yeah. So he, so of course, you know, as his mother in our bodies, I have to teach him how to focus. We have fidget spinners. We have all these things, right? Because he's, he's in his head. <laughs> That's and he's got to do both. He's got to do both. But not to forget <laughs> yeah. the other, other, you know, the other as well. Yeah. I mean, you got to learn how to survive and be, and be successful on planet Earth, but it doesn't mean you have to forget where you came from. I think that what you're teaching us is this piece of mindfulness that is a little esoteric for some people, but is so, so empowering when we can bring it in, that it's okay to feel the energetic connection of others that it's okay to call it that to know that's what it is that it's okay to be a little like i'm having a hard time earthing today i'm a little all over the place because i'm literally like in my head and all these different dimensions right or whatever like um you know some people are going to be like this is super woo for me i'm out forget it you know but uh, i encourage you to keep listening and just you know food for thought right um but you know a I, i'm a banker right this is a banker she was an hr pro right like this is she's going to give you a disc profile and tell you how to meet your deadlines right like but also this is i love she, she's laughing like almost crying which <laughs> another really beautiful way to connect with source by the way <laughs> that's right <laughs> but the one thing one thing i've learned about the creator is man let me tell you it whatever you think is so uh, dire mm. and such a big deal and it, it, it's like this is only a little drop in the ocean yeah of time yeah. Um, just this, this too shall pass. I mean, it's not, it, it's, it really does not have to be thought of as life or death. Um, yeah. Lighten up, lighten up. Yeah. But, yeah. But you know, I mean, up. and it may be life or death, but also blip things. I don't know. And I'm, I'm de- certainly by no means am I trying to say, you know, like that the death isn't important, whatever. Um, we've got whole episodes based on grief mm-hmm. also. Um, what I am trying to say is um, that the more accepting we are, the less hard Absolutely. it is, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Pat and I are and the, nodding. the more we find God in everything, the more we find that creator, that spark, that that gift, mm. if you will, in everything, the sooner life gets easy. Mm, the sooner it gets easy. So mindfulness, aware of everything, certain of nothing. Um, you know, we're talking in some certainties here, but we're also, I think, being fluid and flexible in our terms and interpretations, right? Um, because um, the other day I was walking the driveway trying to get a little exercise, which I sorely need. And uh, there was a bug in the way and I said, oh, scoot along, you know, and it scooted along. And um, I had a flashback to just a few weeks prior to that during a business call with a dear old friend who's also a great professional brander. Um, There was a wasp in the little fort, the kids fort where I often do all my, you know, it's my she shed, I I jokingly say. Um, I do a lot of my Zoom calls there for quiet, which we're not getting today because I'm inside and we're hearing the AC kick on and off. But <laughs> I was I was yeah, out yeah. there in the fort. I, I'm afraid it's going to show up. But uh, I was out there in the fort and there was a wasp in there. And I just opened the door and I said, oh, you, did you want to go out? And the wasp flew outside and I said, have a nice day. And I closed the door. <laughs> and my friend, she's my dear friend from childhood. And she said, have a nice day, you know. <laughs> 
And we were cracking up laughing that she was like, you're still the 10 year old little girl who talks to bugs and has a relationship with them, you know? And I'm like, I sure am. And um, I grew up uh, thinking, believing um, that that was my Native American history. That was my ancestry that was handed down to me, that there is a relationship we have, right? Um, we're, we're getting genealogy tests and questioning the veracity of that, but it was a great thing to really connect me to the planet and every living thing on the planet. And um, I walked past that bug in the driveway and, you know, said scooch along and the bug scooched along. And I thought, what a ridiculous thing that we think that other living things don't have feelings and connection. Worms are so basic. When I pick one up and try to put it on a fish hook, boy, does that thing squirm right away from that fish hook, right? It does it, doesn't it? I mean, it, it does. does. We don't. It doesn't have nerve endings, but it doesn't want to be it on the hook. It. <laughs> it knows it. Knows it. it. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. 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 I can't believe we only have a few minutes left, but we only have a few minutes left. So Patricia Darden, I know we could talk for probably four hours and sometimes we do. (laughs) We're, we're pros at this. So, um, would you please give us some great takeaways for our listeners? I think that, um, I think that we don't need to take ourselves so seriously. Mm -hmm. I think we need to be lighter and better to ourselves and not think that a mistake or seeming mistake um, is a big deal. Mm. Um, I think we need to let go of shame. I think we as women need to let go of that feeling of and that belief that we are worthless mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. it is absolutely rampant with women. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have I've worked with too many people with the emotion code not to, not to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more we can, we can develop a relationship of trust with that higher power, that creator, Call it guide. It doesn't matter the name. Call it. Call it Donna. <laughs> call it whatever it. you want to. Doesn't matter. Mm. Um, it's whatever you feel you can build trust with, um, and it's just an energy. But it's that energy that is always, always there, and it's only you. You can decide to accept it, invite it in, listen mm-hmm. for it, develop a relationship with it, and and become freer. Um, and I would just I would just invite everybody to give it a try. That's so nice. I'm uh, I'm feeling like you know just all that energy we were talking about before just like really just coursing and flowing right now. My hands and feet are warm. So you know I mean if you're somebody who feels this stuff viscerally maybe. It feels weird to you. I know when I was young, when I was in middle school, whatever, we would watch crazy, silly movies like Agnes of God or whatever, right? And like my hands would get warm and I'd be like, oh no, it's the stigmata (laughs) because I was a 12-year-old girl. (laughs) I would be like, oh no, what's wrong with me? 
you know, and it was really just really connecting with people as always, you know, these are energy portals of, you know, the body. We know this, this is where we lose our heat and, and, and can retain it. And there's, it's the same thing with our energy. And so when I feel that energy flowing, that magnetism, when Pat talks about her relationship with higher power, that's to me also connecting to that source. So that's a little bit of how I connect with and the language that it speaks to me. So. Absolutely. I also get that. I wake up in the middle of the night. It's usually around two or three in the Mm. morning. And all of a sudden my feet feel hot. Uh And I know that's my call Mm. to um, go upstairs and get in the study and listen. Nice. And And you do some meditation then? Yes. Nice. My type of meditation, Mm -hmm. which is really just kind of to get still. I usually have a pen paper um but i don't ever know how to come mm. but and it's not even outside me i just it's 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 just words that i know okay and it's just words that and it starts off maybe it feels like me talking and then i it totally i don't know what's coming next so um yeah it's that it's still that relationship but it doesn't have to be that way to be perfect with you you know for anybody it's however it's meant to be and what and what works for you best and i will just say everything everything is a lot more fluid than we know Mm, i love it On that note, we're going to wrap up and say thank you so much to our guest, Patricia Darden. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad. Look at you doing new things at 76. (laughs) We'll see you later, meditators.